The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. You're listening to Very Loose Women. You keep telling me lies, but to your surprise, look, I found her. I think it is Kellis, but Kellis just seems to sound a bit cooler. I, I really thought it was Kellis. Either way, we're listening to her massive hit, Caught Out There, actually, because today we're talking about all the stuff that we hate. Um, as ever, we're ripping off a format of another show, possibly, Room 101, um, and just discussing everything we hate, because we like talking about stuff that we hate, we like complaining. So, um, Catherine, what do you hate? What would you like to start with? Something you'd like to get out there that you really hate? Possibly a clothes trend. This one it makes me seem very uh, misanthropic, but um, basically people who think that by wearing brightly coloured socks they're doing something a bit out there and jazzy with their wardrobe. Have you noticed that? Like guys especially, if they're like wearing a suit, they want to show that they're not totally they're not conforming yeah so it's like oh look at my jazzy socks or even my socks that are different colors and it's like there are so many people in the world wearing genuinely exciting clothes and making exciting fashion choices your socks do not cut it for me that is not like a cool thing I mean you know the get up you're wearing Emma is absolutely spectacular you've got great you know head accessories brilliant snood two different colors. types of paisley yeah. two different clashing types of paisley on right now yeah pattern trousers you know, and then you've got people walking around who are guys who think just because they've got brightly coloured socks that they're making a splash. Well, I guess, and maybe in their defence, that's like the only way that they are allowed to express themselves in their work environment. You make your own choices. <laughs> well, <laughs> a true word, never spoken. Um, I've got another one, which um, cool. is maybe one more for the ladies out there, not necessarily, but um, I never for the life of me really understood jelly shoes they're so uncomfortable and they go that funny color like if you have clear ones because of the plastic it goes like funny so I just never got into that that's a bit of a that's a that's an early 90s trend that I like really a jelly shoe obviously I think you could predict that I was going to say that I like a jelly shoe they make me feel like I'm at the beach as a child playing in some sand what's not to like what about you? Um, okay, so mine is kind of like when love turns to hate. It's actually, stupidly, <laughs> it's not something that I actually hate, but it's something that happens with something that I love. Confusing, I know. I am Basically, really confused. I really love glitter. You might have realised that I absolutely love glitter. You and do. kind of what really gets my goat about glitter, unfortunately, and what any novice or amateur glitterer might have experienced is that like every so often your favourite glitter, and invariably it's your favourite colour of glitter that you have. At the moment, my favourite is green. It'll explode all over your bag. It just happens. A glitter explosion just happens like every couple of months to me. And it happened just the other day. It goes like all over all your belongings, especially like into your pants, things like that, or all over your toothbrush. Do you think it's potentially dangerous if it's in your pants? I did wonder that. I, I shook the pants off. <laughs> I think um, I've been on the wrong end of a glitter explosion. There's no right end of a glitter explosion. Yeah, but like, you know, once it's in the carpet... It's hard to get it out of the carpet. Yeah, it's game over. Your house is a giant glitter ball. It's also like I've had a glittery passport before, which was like a slight issue. And then obviously I brought my bag to school today and I was trying to get my planner out of my bag. And there was a kind of puff of glittery 
smoke almost that kind of made it seem like I'd possibly been at like a four-day fairy rave binge somewhere. So that's quite embarrassing, humiliating. And at you're trying time. hard to be professional with your, you know, paisley, paisley, paisley Yeah, <laughs> double paisley ensemble. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's my current problem, um, which I guess, yeah, is love turning to hate. Mm. Okay, next question for you. What mindless task or bit of admin do you absolutely hate the most? I've got one. I, would you like me to? Yeah, go ahead. It's really tedious. I really hate putting away or drying dishes. I just think it's so boring. Like, I could do, like, 400 dishes worth of cleaning the dishes but like actually putting them away or drying them is just like the most tedious task what ever. steps do you take to avoid doing it like do you not eat in the house no no i just uh, well what i actually do is every time i do the dishes and because there's like eight of us in our house and we have quite a small like dish stacking area i mm, drying rack drying rack very small and only one story um well not when i do it basically every time i do it i just kind of create a jenga like tower of plates um, to the dismay of like everyone I live with and every time I try and take something off there's just like a clattering of about four different items everyone I live with hates me in that respect so you put you just want it over with or do you want a dishwasher no I just want someone else to dry for me I for this I had a few things that came up and I realized the common theme amongst all of them was that they involved some kind of basic numeracy skills and I hope that my colleagues aren't listening because it's becoming rapidly apparent I just cannot count. Like, I don't know what's happened, but, you know, anything like paying a bill, writing a cheque, looking at my bank balance, the numbers just swim around in front of me and I just, I can't, I can't deal with it. It's too complicated. I'm very bad at numbers. And I don't want to know. I think just anything like financial I find quite stressful. You it's just too serious, isn't it? There's no joke. There's no joke in numbers. Like when we did our, um, a few weeks ago, the 36 questions to fall in love. And we did said, you find it difficult there... to decide how many questions to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say that when we were talking about, you know, what if anything is too serious to joke about? Well, you know, with numbers, they're not too serious to joke about. It's just that there's no, there's, there's just no kind of like amusing thing that happens when you're doing a spreadsheet. Like never, nothing amusing ever happens in that situation. I guess you're right, but I was thinking, um, what about that joke? Why is number six scared of number seven? Um, I don't know. Because seven, eight, nine, that's a classic <laughs> math joke. Mathematicians all around the country tell that joke at the beginning lecture of every year. Mm. Um, I asked my, well, many friends and housemates. Um, my many friends. Many friends and housemates. If I could, if they could tell us what they really hated. And hopefully we have a selection. You might hear some recurring themes um, throughout this. And I think the problem with that might be um, we're doing some building work in the house. And it's getting people's goat. Uh, I hate the letter X uh, because it could be replaced by the letters K and Z. Uh, and now that I think about it, the letters Z and Y as well. Uh, which can be replaced with, like, S uh, with a T before it, and J, either J or Y. You can take one of them out. Um, I hate flathead screws. Um, they're, like, completely redundant and, and yet and yet ubiquitous. Um, they fuck up your bit. Um, they're just... They make me sick. And I hate um, screw valves. Um, ball valves are the future. Ball valves are really easy to use they're they're really good at what they do screw valves like fucking destroy your fingers um and uh, leak a lot um i guess yeah bailiffs and police and work lots of work a lot um i hate welfare cuts and housing cuts um landlords rude people like people who just speak to you badly and show disrespect like there's no need for rudeness tambourines they're all annoying and 
clangy. And I, oh. and I also hate, I hate ukuleles because they also make an annoying noise. They're very easy to learn and they're fun for a little while and then you realise, oh, it's really annoying. And I, I'm small and I hate it when people pick me up without asking. Because it's rude. Celeriac. hate celeriac. Basically, they took the worst flavours of celery and then just concentrated it in a potato. Open plan offices. They're like the worst thing because you, you can't skive at all. There's nothing you can do. You can't go on Twitter. You can't go on Facebook. Yeah. No, I hate them with a passion. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson, in a big way. Um, more, I spend more energy hating Jeremy Clarkson than I than I should. There are definitely people way more deserving of of my hate. Um, prepackaged salads never deliver. The dressing's always like subpar. Uh, the the scum you get on the outside of the kettle. Uh, it's pretty horrible, and no one ever bothers to actually clean it because it doesn't actually impair the function in any way. It just looks a bit unpleasant. Flathead screws. Oh my god, flathead screws. They're just not as good as crossheads, and they're fucking everywhere. And you have to switch between different heads when you're taking something apart. People who use, sorry, people who use flathead screws, I. But people who use flat and crosshead screws to construct the same thing, that is just way beyond the pale. That is ridiculous. So that's my top hate. So I think people really hate flathead screws, which I still, I mean, I'm still not sure what they are, but people who use them, we hate them, and their existence upsets us, apparently. Um, some controversial things in there. I think, Catherine, oh you're especially upset about, uh, well, where to start, but celeriac possibly is where to start. I can't believe it. That was shocking. That might be the most shocking thing we've had on the show. Celeriac and tambourines. like Your two favourite things. Yeah, <laughs> together. Um, open plan offices, I kind of get that, but... I don't think it's true that you can't skive. I think you can skive anywhere if you really want to. Discreet um, skiving? Yeah, but also, you know, there's something nice about kind of all working together, like being in an office by yourself. That's kind of like miserable, isn't it? You don't want to be in a compartment. One of the things that um, I didn't mention before, but I just got thinking about while we are doing this, was that um, I am um, actually what I see as an admin task now that I really hate doing is like replying to loads of like kind of the gumph that you get on your like mini feed gumph or bumph uh, maybe both bumph no that's not a word i don't know but the 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 kind of detritus of like um content that you get that's not um it you know it's not interesting illuminating it's not like you know sometimes you just want a paragraph so i'm not counting all the whatsapp messages that you send me because you send me like a paragraph telling me interesting stuff but a lot of the time i'm just getting you know like one-liners or people sending me a facebook chat going hey hey what's what's going on just ignore i want like you know i want a proper like a letter but in digital form like emails if someone's your friend they'll bloody well email you what happened to the email not enough emails that's what i'm hearing well now that we're talking about technology i actually have some um technological problems i'd like to talk about my main issue and actually i have brought this up many times but i just feel like the more i talk about it you know the more it's out there we can all discuss it maybe it'll give us some like catharsis and also maybe it can do some social change my real big issue is the thumbs up on facebook every time (laughs) i like try and read a message i've already read it makes me send a thumbs up today i was trying to convey to Catherine um some emotional like kind of boy drama and i wanted to like to read her out some of the personal messages that have been exchanged between me and this boy 
And basically, so actually, confidentially. well, yeah, I mean, there's no confidentiality with me, as everyone will know, um, obviously. Um, but basically, yeah, trying to convey like the ins and outs, the kind of the meat of this issue to Catherine, trying to I, I couldn't remember the, the messages you know, precisely. So I wanted to get a kind of verbatim thing of what he'd said to me. And of course, I sent him a thumbs up. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. Now he knows that I was rereading the messages and possibly conveying them to multiple people. And that is all part and parcel of the trend of using emoticons, emoticon, as Lucy, one of our I say emoticon as say, well. Um, you know, to convey emotions and people loving like pusheen, pusheens, yeah, and things like that. And, you know, people love it now. Like when I was a teenager, I made such a point of never even doing a smiley face because I was like, that is so lame. Like even on MSN Messenger, it was lame. And now suddenly like middle-aged people are using them totally it's just socially acceptable people can't be bothered i think it's because we spend so much more time online and everyone is online you know it's no one has time to do stuff so it seems they don't have time to send you long emails yeah they don't have time to tell you you know i feel like a cat eating a pizza with a spyglass (laughs) on my face they send you a flipping pusheen of it so that that like stuff annoys me but your your facebook thumbs I mean, that's also part of the it's whole humiliating. scene issue where people know whether they've read your message and you're constantly available. And we have mentioned before in the show, and we've never managed to do it, that we should try and have a challenge of not being on our, you know, social, social, media. social media and our um, smartphones. But how will we boost our podcast numbers if we're not on social media, Catherine? Well, that's a good point. You mentioned that um, because if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, then I think you should. Um, that wasn't planned at all. It's so embarrassing. I'm cringing. We're on iTunes, search Bailey Swimming, and we're on Acast. I think well. it's Acast. It I mean, could be Acast. Know? We're, we're playing Can't around with it, not sure. If you're um, Swedish, and uh, let us know yeah, how you, you pronounce know. this um, made up <laughs> group. So, yeah, please subscribe, rate, and review. We'd just love you for it. We'd absolutely love you for it. Um, but yeah, so like, um, okay, so what actually happened when I was trying to plan this episode, and actually maybe this is something that you could hate, is I like thought of all these questions for Catherine and posed them to her, and then decided I didn't want to answer any of them, and I made up my own ones for myself, like mere moments ago. So basically, it's I don't know nonsense. Um, so I thought actually I do have an answer for this one, which is what is our least favorite music? And I have two things to say here. Firstly, the song that I absolutely hate the most is "Happy" by Pharrell Williams. I just think it's like literally the Everyone most boring. Loves that exactly song. right. It's I everywhere. Like it. It's like the most boring, annoying song. The like it's nonsense. The words don't make sense. It's stupid. It's like just oh, it's I'm disgusting. Feeling, I'm but the point is, pain. it was also I worked in a primary school like last summer, and it was kind of like the theme of the primary school. So like, like it would play like once a week. Like mm. hearing a kind of class of reception children squealing out "Happy, Happy!" like once a week, it just drove me to despair. Um, strangely, though, I did appear in a ver- in a video to the song of happy and I had to dance to it and pretend that I love the song um, so that's check it out Bristol it. Easton happy YouTube it you'll see me dancing happily but it's all a sham because I hate that song I mean that's the kind of thing about kids stuff is that generally there's a real theme for just you know going like over the top with the happiness and the dancing round and it's not got any kind of real world no substance yeah um, I so I've got for what I would put in room 101 musically offensive kind of like offensive songs especially about women so like really misogynistic stuff um, that is just like the lyrics are overtly nasty so I, th- I remember one that was just it was more like the ridiculousness of it it had this line which was like bounce like your ass had the hiccups but I just remember thinking like this is just ridiculous like what an analogy you know, it's pretty low. It, um, is, it is low. So I've got that, but I've also got um, 
there's um, a few kind of other things that really um, annoy me. And I find um, overtly theatrical people very difficult to deal with. So like people, I hate musicals because musicals, they're awful. I hate musicals. So when people just burst into song and out of any song in the world that you could pick, someone chooses a musical especially if it's an Andrew Lloyd Webber oh my goodness I, I can't I can't cope with that I think I've got a point my other music point which relates kind of to your first one maybe I mean is, it, is there a real issue as well when you hear these kind of like misogynistic kind of gross songs sometimes you find yourself like bopping along and actually in spite mm. of yourself you like them that's a real problem for me but also my I have this like internal struggle and think it's probably something that many people of our our age struggle with where you're not sure if you like something genuinely or ironically I experience that a lot with a lot of music. And I'm like, am I actually enjoying this? Recently, I was so, offered to go and see Papa Roach this week. And I was like, do I want to go to that? I can't even tell, like, in my heart. Do I want to go to that? Because I remember their first album being genuinely good. Is it a joke? Would I be, like, taking the piss? Who am I taking the piss of? Me? Them? I just don't know. Yeah, so you need to go back to, like, the 80s before postmodern irony where, you know, this, like, stuff was just... It was just, all pure, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was, you know, I think the pure 80s fun. was that point where stuff was just, like, you know... We're in a we're in a sort of like Thatcherite funk and we're just going with it and we've got a bit of integrity and then it's it's the nineties maybe it was like when Take That came in I don't know Take That and Lulu maybe that was the point that song yeah that, I think that, that, that might have been it yeah I think that's when everything <laughs> went downhill what I want to know is because I've posed all these questions for you and then I've refused to answer them myself what food and drink do you think is disgusting that's my question for you Catherine um. I didn't ever really understand the whole uh, SoCo advertising fad, Southern Comfort and Coke. That's really passed me by. I don't. I don't like that. At first, I thought you were going to say you didn't understand the question. And I was worried because no, I, 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 I do actually, understand that. Um, and baked beans is a big one for me. Like breakfasts, it's really hard for me to go out for breakfast unless it's like a really fancy brunch that's got over ten pounds because everywhere does beans. That and sounds you just really get difficult. Beans. I know it's Although, awful. Although I think you probably it's, most, it's a real problem for me. <laughs> in most it means I, I have to go and get brunch in Clapham or somewhere. I can't just you know go down into where I want. Have to you be. ever considered saying, "Can you hold the beans? I don't want I beans try, on my plate." And you just get beans. Like people, everyone loves beans. People just put beans on everything, and once it's on the plate, it's everywhere. Um, there's one one of the questions that you put down that I was quite interested in. Was, well, I probably don't have an answer, but go on. What's your What's your question? What's the news issue that's getting your goat? Right. Well, I mean, as our followers and fans will know, this week we did hope to have um, a guest on the show talking about this issue, and obviously she yeah. had to pull out um, because of other commitments, which is a real shame. But I think it's important to say that we were going to talk about tampon tax. That's yeah, we getting were. my goat. And um, I think part of one of the things that is really important about tampon tax is that. Even if you think it doesn't affect you that much because, okay, you can afford, um, you know, tampons. There are people who really that is a huge amount of money, like, and it makes, it does make a big difference. And I think um, there's been a lot in the papers as well about how difficult it is for someone if they're um, moving around in housing, maybe they don't, they, they're homeless or they're, um, you know, they're struggling to get back into permanent accommodation. Imagine being someone who's, you know, trying to get by and very little and really struggling getting um tampon sanitary towels even moon cups really difficult so when items are classed as luxury like that has a real effect on them 
And I think people don't always kind of realise that. But it's it's a big shame that um, Laura, who's basically kind of um, spearheading the campaign, she's a student and um, she got the petition on change.org and there's been lots of media activity. And part of why it's important is, you know, because this is an issue that affects other European countries and we want to try and um, get a kind of European campaign going. Um, but unfortunately, she can't be here tonight. But um, hopefully we'll be able to get her on again in the future um i think we should just do a quick rundown of everything else that we hate if you want to just we've also got um you know is there a celebrity who's who you've got a bit of a irrational hatred for was the question you put down i think that's a bit strong i'm not going to say that i hate anyone but there are people who um have lowered in my estimation and i'm really upset about the fact that um joanna lumley who's always been a role model of mine specifically as patsy and absolutely fabulous i really just i don't know what she's doing with the garden bridge you know i'm not i'm just i don't know i don't know what that means actually I'm What's not happened? the garden bridge that they're building across the Thames. How have you not heard about the garden bridge? I don't they're know building about these things. A bridge that's going to be a giant garden. That sounds across incredible. The Thames. I'm pro garden bridge. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, I have actually now you talk about people going down your estimations. I um, was a big fan of David O'Doherty, who's a comedian. He plays a keyboard. It's really cute, um, and he has like you know comical songs. We've actually played some of the songs on the show before. And I once saw him out for breakfast. I think he, there were beans on his plate. Just to let you know, maybe he'll go down in your estimation too. Very expensive breakfast establishment, and I saw him, and he just left half his breakfast on the plate, and that really disgusted me. And I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't be a fan of yours anymore." I was, was really worried you were going to say something, you know, slanderous about what he was doing. No, it was totally leaving, true. Just leaving, leaving half his breakfast. That's just leaving. That's wasteful. It I think wasteful. we have to wrap things up because we're almost out of time. Yeah. Hopefully, we have a song to play us out. Maybe we don't have time. If we do, it's a misfit. For full versions of our shows, check out verylosewomen.wordpress.com. This programme was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24-7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not-for-profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com.